podcast land this is your host severin henderson back again for another episode of department 3c presents a podcast connected to fire um before we get into the episode for full and the start and all that other good stuff today was supposed to be an engineer episode um kind of fire engineers i had a bunch of guys i invited to come through and talk about the i don't want to call them struggles but just their experiences being an engineer on the chicago fire department um but i only shot at a 25 percent clip so uh, in some in some worlds, that closing rate would be good. In this situation, not so much. Like I always say, trying to wrangle podcast guests is like trying to wrangle stray cats. It's like you want to give them kibble, you want to offer them milk. I offer these dudes something to eat, offer them drinks, and they still just looked at me like, and, and just kept going. So we have a guest that we had before um came back again we have daryl payne um i think you were an engineer the last time you were on the show is that correct um i'm i believe yeah i'm pretty sure i was we, we could have looked and did our little bit of homework to find out but yeah i yes. should remember when i got made an engineer but like i say it's a, it's a haze today it's, it's a haze okay so what we are going to do today is kind of switch it up a little bit of what we were going to talk about and we're going to talk about different stuff we're we still going to do the engineer talk you're going to tell me what it's like being an engineer on the chicago fire department all that other good stuff and then the second part of this episode we're going to talk about entrepreneurial journeys um I know that first time you were on the show, we were interviewing you when we talked about your real estate endeavors and everything else. Well, this time um, you're going to talk to me about <laughs> all the stuff I got my hands in. That's right. Um, but at the same time, we still going to talk about you. It's all about the guest here. And in addition to that, me and you spoke another time. You thinking about starting a podcast with your son so yes this is kind of getting your feet wet getting your chops up getting all that good stuff together so you can pursue that venture if that's what you choose to do so sounds good with all of that being said in the intro dp how are you today sir i am awesome i have no complaints um i've been busy as always mm-hmm. um, constantly moving constantly running um, nothing changes in that regard. Um, still don't know how to say no and uh, turn down opportunities, um, waiting for the next best thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it is what it is. Life is good. That's, no complaints. That's all we're going to talk about in the second half of the episode. So, um, DP, just engineer-wise, tell me the difference between being an engineer and being a firefighter here on the Chicago Fire Department. Okay, so that experience is going to be relative to each and every individual. And for me, I I, I have to put it like this. Um, I am, in my heart, I'm a truck guy with a squad mindset in the engineer's, in the engine's body. In the engine's body. Right. Or and in the engine's role. In the in the no, in the engine's as far as being on the engine, a firefighter on the engine's body. So oh, you mean I'm your a, actual I'm, physical I'm, body. Yes, I'm okay. a slender guy. Okay. Who likes to break shit. Okay. And love tools. Okay. So when you put all that together, I'm not doing none of that now. 
Now I just drive. <laughs> so it's like extremely difficult for me when I first started. But what I've learned that any opportunity that you have, there's additional opportunities on top of it. And what I've learned watching the fire from the outside, it is so much going on. And you can get learning how to read a building. Firefighters say they read buildings, but in all honesty, they read buildings for five seconds and then they go inside. Or yeah. they go to work. So yeah. the, the amount of time they actually have to read Guilty. is very, very short. Yeah. But I'm outside for the entire incident. Mm-hmm. And it's so different. Like, mm-hmm. I can honestly see the building will actually talk to me. So with all that being said, as far as how my makeup is, as far as being a firefighter, what it's actually training me to do is to be, I think, a pretty decent officer once that opportunity comes around. I see fire differently. Now, you know, that's something I never thought about that makes total sense as far as what you just said, being an officer and kind of seeing the fire different. That that I never thought of it like that. Um, the way our our promotions go, I don't even know if I'm ever going to be an officer, but that's neither here nor there. That's it's going to happen. That's a conversation for another <laughs> another podcast, another time. Um, now, speaking personally for myself, the department I was on before I got here we didn't have promoted engineers. We just had a rotation. Um, today is your day to drive. Today is your day to be on the back step. Today is mm-hmm. your day to be behind the officer, everywhere else. Um, on the box for your medics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we What did we call them back then? Oh, we had we called them squads back back in Ohio. But, okay. oh, squad knob. It was, it wasn't as... Um, it wasn't as glorious as it is now. <laughs> it was it was it was a whole different thing. Wow. Um, but the thing about it is, as far as pumping fires, I remember I got to pump a fire and it was actually not a bad time. I mean, I got the rig there, I got it in place, I got it in a good position. Um, we had to go to work pretty tough there. So whereas here, we just got a ton of people with throwing fires there. Yeah. We only had a few guys, and so guys had to come out, had to change bottles, had to wipe bottles down. Yeah. Um, and our bottle changing process was totally different because we had Scott versus MSA. Okay. So it was a little bit different. But I did appreciate getting the opportunity to do more than just go inside all the time. Now, going inside is fun. It's, it's the bee's knees. It's what's up. And another thing you said, you said you got the slender body frame. Most of the good truck guys I know are slim, are slender guys. Like my old captain, he's a chief now. He was a slim guy. He was a great truck guy. Um Guys I work with on my old company, they all the all the skinny guys. In fact, everybody there was pretty much. I think I was the the biggest muscle wise person there. Okay. And yeah, they was all they was all pretty good truck. That's shocking because I, I I really think of especially great pipe guys being able to maneuver themselves in the situations or in the positions into locations to best throw water at the seat of the fire. Yeah. And I I didn't see guys go up attic ladders with with <laughs> two and a half inch lines and I just couldn't see a, a, a real big guy being that um, successful yeah. at doing it that way. Yeah, uh, I've, I have a lot of benefits being my size being on the roof and that's the one thing that I'm going to miss the most about being on the truck. I realize now being an engineer I would never see roof work again and that, yeah. that brings a tear to my eye. Not unless you're okay. teaching. So, unless you know, I'm teaching. Yeah, we can, we, can, we can take it back to teaching. And you know, teaching is a gift um i when we were at the we were at the academy together and 
I had an outstanding time there with you. In fact, we were together yes. on a lot of evolutions and everything. No doubt. So, um, you know, I I I like I, I like teaching. Teaching is fun to me. But speaking of being on different positions on the apparatus when you come to a different city, it's like now it's even different fighting the fire from the squad standpoint because before I was on a truck, I've never been assigned to an engine. I fought fires on engines um, here, but I've never been assigned. And (laughs) funny story, I remember the first time I was detailed to an engine, and what we do here is not what I'm going going to do. they take the detail guy and they put him on the hydrant. I disagree with that. Um, I think the detail guy should be second up. Now, I know you don't want to give him the pipe. That's fine. I'm with that. Um, but putting him on the hydrant, that's the most important job. That's the job I want my senior, senior guy to be on. I know, like I said, I don't want to take firefighters pipe time. I know what it's like. I agree. And I mean, I'm already out on engines as it is, but that's the only good job I don't want to take dude shine. But at the same time, that hydrant job is for real. So they put me on the hydrant, and I hadn't made a hydrant since the academy. (laughs) And so while I remembered what to do, I almost drowned myself. Cause the um, it was cross threaded and the water was just flying to my face. The guys was laughing at me and pointing That's at me, awesome. and I yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. I, it, it, good thing it was a nice day outside because it wasn't that bad. But yeah, I almost drowned myself. So that's the benefit of being an engineer coming from a truck. So I came from Truck Twenty Four. That was the only single truck in the entire city. It had no engine. We had nothing. So I couldn't even cross the floor and go to an engine. Right. Um, so the only time I had to even open a hydrant is when we tested hydrants during the spring. Okay. Um, so now, fast forward, now I'm an engineer, and in a high-rise fire, there is no hydrant guy. Right. You are the hydrant guy and the engineer and the guy that connects the standpipes. Until that second engine makes it there. Mm-hmm. Um, so y- all your skills have to come in play when when you that guy. Because like, everybody else is doing something else, especially in high rise. And it's weird. I'm in the fifth district. We don't really specialize in high rises. But as luck would have it. On the east side. Uh, on the east side, being at the right house, uh, 72. I ended up with a high-rise fire. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was interesting. I ended up being second engine. I made sure that first engine got water. So that mean I had to run to the hydrant, you know, and it, it, it helps to just know all the job. So I was so blinded by wanting to do truck work. Me being an engineer has really helped me uh, appreciate engine work so much. And I've ran across some awesome pipe guys. To the point where they put so much pressure on the engineer, it, it's amazing. Okay. They get off the rig. They have their shoes on their shoulder. They in the building. They they didn't drop the wire at the door, and they still waiting on you to connect the hose to the back of the engine. Now, for the layman, um, explain what the shoes are, please. So, four lengths of hose to make three horseshoes, and the horseshoes are basically set up so that you can throw them on your shoulder, and they flake out. Or expand out without turning into spaghetti as we running towards the fire. Okay. 
Thank you. Um, like I said, we gotta gotta explain to people who don't. Right, I'm talking know fire terminology. About. It's all good. That's, what, that's <laughs> at the same time we do have firefighters that listen to the podcast as well. But we want to explain to everybody who listening to the show. Fair and enough. then that's another thing that different terminology versus different departments. So it's a worldwide that's show. That's true. This is top flight security of the world. Craig, Craig. that's right. The world. <laughs> So um, I'm going to switch up a little bit of what I do. Usually I just sit and am curious about everything. That's, that's kind of what I do. This time came a little bit more prepared. I got some questions I want to ask. I want to see, see how you hit them and everything. Now, we're just talking about your Chicago fire career. We're okay. just talking about being an engineer, being a firefighter, being a truck guy, all that okay. stuff. So. Fair enough. What's one thing you wish you had known when you began your career? Ooh, we. Um, to protect my time. Okay. Um, you you get on this job, and one of the biggest benefits is the way our schedule is set up, and you take it for granted at the beginning, and you start second jobs and, and third jobs and second hobbies and and get obligated to a bunch of stuff and the thing that's most important to you kind of get um uh left in the you know in, in in by the wayside to a degree so when i first got on the job i spent so much time with my son and so much time with my niece so much time with my daughter just a family as a whole and i started chasing dollars to a degree and I started chasing more knowledge when it came to the fire service, and the next thing I know, my time wasn't mine anymore. Ooh. Um, so that that uh, protecting my time was it is, is something I wish I would have been a lot more active in doing in the beginning. Okay, we're gonna get yeah. into that on part two. <laughs> so, um, what's one of your biggest failures in the service, and Ooh. what do you think you learned from that mistake? Biggest failures. Wow. Uh, it's not that I'm thinking that I'm great. I'm trying to figure out which one I want to talk about. I mean, about. it's always fun to uh, talk about our successes. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out which failure do I talk about. Okay. Um, <laughs> biggest fail. Okay. Well, mm, because I learned from everything. So, okay. I'm um, I'm on a truck. <clears throat> I'm driving. I'm the senior guy. And I, I'm that guy on Truck 24 at that time, at that period of time. We catch a fire. Um, like people expect for me to do what I do on the roof. I take the saw up there, I'm ready to get it. And for some reason, my saw is burning through the roof as opposed to cutting. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what's yeah. the problem? You got a lightsaber up there. Exactly. I'm in there like <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I am very ineffective. So what I figured out was my blade was actually, my chain was on backwards. Okay. Yep. Now, I'm mad at the guy who did the inventory. So I jump onto the ladder. I'm in the alley. The ladder's in the alley. And as I'm coming down the ladder, it kicks out. Now, the benefit of being a slender, somewhat agile guy allowed me to jump off that ladder back onto the roof before I plummeted down a story and a half. Um, and I took the weight off, and then somebody came and healed the ladder, and I went down. I knew I had to get right back on the roof, go back up, yada, yada, yada. So multiple things from that failure. One is don't ever get so upset where you lose your focus on what the hell you're doing. Ooh, that's wee. one. That's one. That's that's life. Ever. Thank you. Never. 
Uh, two is take the responsibility. Even though I did have somebody else doing the inventory, that's always my tool. Mm-hmm. So even after he did the inventory and checked it and marked it as good, it was my job to check it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was that was major for me. Um, and that was something I had to learn. Because as a senior guy, you'd be like, okay, well, the new guy, you check it. And that's your job. You do the inventory. But any two that you're responsible for, especially one that you're going to have to use, that you're going to be, that it's going to be that tool that's helping you do your job. Right. You, you, even if you have to follow up behind that person, you do what you got to do. Uh, that that was a major lesson to learn. Very uh, sound advice. I appreciate it. And the third one, don't jump on a ladder. That's on asphalt or concrete unless somebody is healing. Now, this is coming from someone who instructed in ladders at the academy. Yeah. So I should know better. Yes. But again, lost my focus. Okay. Keep your focus. Cool, calm, collected. <laughs> That's part of what Department 3C stands for. So cool, calm, collected. That's right. I need to take my take that advice myself. <laughs> and I need to chill out. So thank you for that. Um What's some advice that you would give to someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? Now, engineer, not not talk about firefighter. We, we talking about we gonna skip past firefighter. We do have a test coming up. Yes, um, we do. We're gonna have another episode about that and good. talk more about all that good stuff. But for now, I'm just talking about straight engineer. It is difficult to say straight engineer. Uh, just get in the books. And, and what I mean by that, get yourself familiar with the orders. Um, of course, if you're looking specifically for engineer, there are certain orders that you will look at. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a specific engineering order. Uh, you need to know standard lead outs. You need to know um, the, the engineer's manual, uh, the driving manual. Um, hopefully you have an idea about the <laughs> rules of the road for Illinois. I, and I say that jokingly, but if you didn't drove on Chicago streets in the last decade, that, that is a fleeting skill. Yes. Oh my God. If like, if I could lose road rage, I would probably be right under Gandhi because <laughs> it, it is miraculous the idiocy that i see on the streets yes um, nobody knows to pull to the right they pull pull any, to the oh my god way they go that's they a podcast anything. by itself you know what's a podcast here <laughs> in chicago by itself and and i asked my buddy who's from chicago and he's been driving here his whole life i'm like do y'all know you're supposed to move to the right um, for sirens and lights Do you know you're supposed to move to the right yes. For a car that pulls up on, on The left lane is the passing lane That's correct Nah what's that I said what you ain't learned that in, in driving school Nah I ain't never heard of that 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 is driving 101 that, That's one of the people I invited here I wish they were here to defend themselves Driving but 101 It's probably best that he's not here <laughs> <laughs> Cause that would be a problem But that's that's the thing That it's like when you get on this expressway and oh God. and and I do a lot of driving and I drive back home and the cars with the license plate from Illinois never get over. They just sit in that left lane and call it a day. And and like it's just that's what that's their God given right to be in this left lane. The absolute worst for me are professional drivers, quote unquote, eighteen wheel drivers, uh big trucks, uh cabs 
that don't follow the rule. You, you, you are actually in a profession that require you to know these basic rules of the road. I actually had an 18-wheeler pull to the left. Yeah. And that freaked me out to the point where I was going to a steal, and if it wasn't a steal, I would have probably stopped. And, and gave him some education. And it would have been a whole Reginald Denny flashback from <laughs> the L.A. riots. Yeah, no, it, it was don't. bad. I we know, right? <laughs> we do not need that. But um, that that's the one thing. Th- those are the ones that are the best drivers. When I'm doing those long road trips, those trucks do what they're supposed to do. They 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 get over. They stay and they every once in a while because you know we are we are human at the same time. On the highway, I would agree. As far as the local drivers, I, I that's a different story. It's a different story. I believe you. Um, you know, it's a lot of different things we do here. I'm going to embarrass myself a bit. <laughs> I just came off of a trip from a whole different state. And mm. it was a long line to get in. And I said, well, somebody will let me in. Somebody let me in. Do you know the state he's pulled up behind me? He said, you pulled in front of that car. Legal lane change. Pull over right now. He, like, couldn't even oh, get it out of his wow. mouth fast enough. And so he pulled me over. He talked to me. He counseled me. He, he, he did everything but give me the ticket. I apologized. And he... He said, okay, you didn't know. I see your license is from another state. Um, he was very gracious. I should have got his name um, and number to, <laughs> to shout him out. But thank you to the officer. Appreciate and, it, Blue. Right. Appreciate <laughs> it. And at the same time, I was in the wrong, clearly. But that's something we do here on the regular. So a lot of times, I mean, you don't know what you don't know. And I agree. If you go out of state, so I lived in California for two years, and if I have a parking lot in Chicago that I have to make a left turn over the yellow lines, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. You just turn left. As if it's a felony in, in California, which I did. You it, can't it, turn left. Not, not over the yellow lines. You can go to the end and do a U-turn. So you, they'd rather you do a U-turn. State law. So, okay. so again, it all depends on where you are. I'm with that. But I'm talking about the idiots that live here <laughs> with <laughs> Illinois license and and still don't follow our rule. Now maybe they from some of you. Okay, let's give them benefit of the doubt. You from Alaska? Okay. You just got your license. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, we know better than that too. Okay. Right. So let me get back to the question again. You took me off on a tangent because I can't stand bad drivers. Okay. What would you? Uh, Become a good driver. Yes. I took that for granted that I was actually a driver on the truck and how easy it was for me to transition from the truck to the engine. Get familiar with the apparatus. Specifically, the engine is different from driving a truck. It's very different. That 500 gallons, it moves around. It does move different. There's no baffles in there. So when it goes left to right, it's moving that rig. So it does make a difference. Um, and yeah, and other than that, just stay stay in the books. Think of, think of driving with a G. It, oh my god It's that much different Yeah Like that department yeah. I was talking about before We had five And we had a G And then really? We had a truck That had two That didn't really do anything But that That 500 And that 1000 gallons you Oh you tell. had a tanker Nope It wasn't a tanker It was just a Really Engine with a 1000 gallons We wow. we, right. we didn't depend A lot on mutual aid At the time And mm. A little Little Too much machismo In fact <laughs> In fact, I have to speak 
on this to a few podcasts ago. Um, the former chief of that department, he was up here visiting with me. and He was on the oh, um, nice. podcast. And we were talking about kind of how to, some of the crazy things that we did that aren't necessarily the things that you want to do. It's like mm. God protects babies and fools. And ain't, none of, right. us, ain't none of us saying wah. So that, that's right. We just a bunch of idiots. The, the term <laughs> I heard was accidentally successful. There we go. Um. What are some of the best resources that have helped you along the way? Oh, my God. Mentorship. Uh, those that did it before me. Um, I'm, I'm real big on that. I Anybody you want to shout out in particular? Um, oh, yeah. My guy from Truck 24, when I first got on a job, them, uh, Lieutenant Hicks, um, he retired on me way too soon. Hardy knows, even though I gave you all different type of hell when I was there. Um, I appreciate what you taught me. Uh, Tony Hartz, who's a um, lieutenant now on, on Truck 34, used to be Tower 34. Um, but Damn, you throwing them out there like that? Hey, man. Hey, I didn't do it. You got to blame the city. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You bringing it up <laughs> like... You know that's a sore subject. I, hey, I'm, I'm just calling it what it is. You know we don't like to talk about... Okay, I don't call Actually, Willis. We do like to talk about sore <laughs> subjects. So yes, bring. Uh, I don't call Willis Tower Willis Tower. I still call it Sears Tower. So let me go back. But that's the Tower whole city. Tower thirty four. That's the whole city. Tower so, thirty four. The officer, the lieutenant on the third shift, Tony Hart. Shout out to Tony Hart. Now and, hold on, real quick. You want us to evolve and drive in, but you still gonna call that Sears Tower that Sears Tower after the Willis family paid all that money? I for know, it. right? It, it's hard, man. It, it, it's hard. It seems. I'm just saying. That's a sore spot to me too. Too many companies are, are taking over uh, landmarks and sticking their names on it. No, that's another story. That's another <laughs> another story for another time. But your former company is now the Tower FedEx. No. Truck oh, 24. Truck 24. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I still like Truck 24. Okay. Uh, you know, um, Tower 24, I'm sure it has its advantages. I never had a chance to see it. I was gone by then. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, it, it was something special about Truck 24. At the end of the day, like I say, it was the only single, it was the truck, only house. single truck house in the entire city. That was pretty dope. So that, that was extremely dope. And uh, we got that work. As far as second truck up, to anything we did we did the job I, I i've seen some questionable i was about to go a, a lot more aggressive on that questionable second truck work um because definitely your, the second truck is you got to give us a, a second means of egress to them guys on the roof there you go and if, if that don't happen um I, i'm going to say there should be a, a conversation at the end of that incident no matter what I've had a lot of those conversations You know So uh, um, And I just leave it at that But it, It's way too frequently That We Have our mindset on being first And when that's not the case We have a problem switching To that second position And then we gotta do better I only feel like that's I haven't been everywhere So I can't speak for everybody But I only feel like that's certain Companies that That do that so I we, can we, agree. we won't we won't get into that right right um, right there was something that i wanted to say about uh, i lost the thought <laughs> we were talking about the difference between towers and trucks and trucks and engines and all the other stuff that's okay it'll come back to me along the way 
But did you get to shout out everybody you wanted to shout out? Uh, yeah, I don't think I left out nobody. Tony Paston, um, who's actually in the academy getting made right now. Okay. Um, he was my cook, but he was a go getter when the bell rang and he had fire behind it. So that that was awesome, man. Um, and even the guy that came after me, I uh, remember what it was. Now. Teddy Bowden, uh, Rob Wilson, Rob Williams, Chase, all you guys, y'all made Truck Twenty Four fun for me. Period. That's what's up. I was going to say, I never got a chance to work on the truck um, while I was a fire. Well, I still am a firefighter. But I. Squad guy. Sorry. <laughs> I never got a chance to work on there. But I did get the opportunity to work on Ambo 29. Um, mm, and at okay. the same time, the guys knew I was a firefighter and they showed me everything, everything. on the truck. They That was one of the new trucks at the time. Um, they, they like I said, they showed me everything. Yeah. They were real nice guys. They they let me climb up to the roof, play with it, put yeah. it up, put the yeah. outriggers out. They let me do everything. And so if it was new, that mean it was and I was a little bit shift. after I got there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was a little bit after I got there. Yeah. Because they had a old E one when I first got there. And then yeah, it was the new rig, and they was out playing with it, and they let me play with it too. So ironically. The rig that I had at my house that I came out the academy to went uh, that I went to, which was truck fifty nine, they had the same rig brought to truck twenty four, so I became the instant expert in it on so, that rig. Yeah, that rig stinks. Yeah, I agree. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I agree, but I got so I solid mean, at while, it. While we here, that rig is not is not what's up. So. It's not friendly. No. Um, who are three people? You only get three. Okay. Who have been the most influential to you in your career? Most influential. On the job? Yes. On the job. Oh wow. Now that's 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 hard. That's real hard. Um I will honestly say <laughs> that that's hard. Oh my God. Um now don't keep saying Three that's people. hard because I pitch my show as one that's like a layup. <laughs> and then, I mean, people going to be listening No, like, oh, it, Sev it, on there asking the hard no, questions. No, it's, it's hard no, because it's just saying. three people, it's man. Just, it's just and jokes. it's like... It's hard to narrow it down to just yeah. three people. When you have so many... When you're on a job like this, these questions aren't for that these questions are for somebody else but the thing about it is we have so many people that help us out along the way and push us and guide us and everything else that it's hard to narrow it down. i will honestly say looking back at it now it's actually a very good question looking back at it now i was highly influenced when i was in the academy okay and um jamar sullivan he would definitely be one. Yeah. Uh, shout out to, I, I don't even know what his position is. I don't know how many bugles he got crossed up at this particular point, but he's exempt rank, high high official, high hazmat rank, dude. Super rank. And uh, he's one of the most intelligent guys that I probably ran across anywhere. Me too. You know, and it's, it, it's amazing. Uh, Curtis Husson, uh, another dude that, just show me no matter what rank you are you can always use what you know to give back to the i've heard a saying that you don't have to be a 10 to teach a two and, and what that means is if you're a new guy you're a two and you should accept being a two if there's um 
area that you are not familiar with, you're a two in that. I can be a five in that area and I can teach a two and bring you to my level. And me teaching you might actually bring me to a six or seven because I'm learning that as I'm teaching. And I actually realized there were so many guys that were just still firefighters that was giving back and, and, and bringing people up. And I kind of I kind of followed that role. So I would definitely say Curtis Hudson because he was my EMS director when I first came down there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamar Sullivan, I didn't meet him till I got to the fireside. And then, oh my God, who would I give the third one to? <laughs> I, I I would give it to. Oh my, I don't want to do this. I don't want to leave nobody out. I hope don't nobody. Hit this. Oh, hold uh, on. No, no, I no. I hope the people that I left out don't hit it. Okay, so I would say Ray Colors. Ray Colors was a, was a very big influence to me, too. Because okay. he actually took the time to sit and talk to me and teach me a lot of stuff in regards to the fire service and uh, and, and, and kind of give me a heads up on what I could expect, um, the roadblocks and the obstacles I was going to have to overcome to do what I wanted to that's, do. That's, that's an outstanding list. I don't think any I don't think anybody can be mad at you for picking those three people, Good especially job. on the spot. It's not like I gave you time to, to study or anything. Right. So <laughs> I, I, I think you're fine. Cool. Um, what's one common myth about your profession as an engineer? As an engineer, okay. That you want to debunk? That I want to debunk? Um... <laughs> that is easy. Okay. It, it's definitely not easy. Um, it gets easier if you actually pick a house. But as a reliever, um, it's, it's, it's brutal when you're getting thrown from house to house and have to learn different. I can see that. That's, that's a, a very different thing. That's why I wanted all you guys. That was my, that was my money question. Because <laughs> I wanted to ask all the guys that, that, that question right there. So It's definitely not easy. So... As a reliever, is is extremely difficult because again, you don't know where you're gonna be from day to day. Uh, the buck stops with you. When it comes to getting wired to those guys on the inside, you have to be solid. Um, in Chicago, it's challenging because we got rigs that's older than some of the, Ooh, the people that's, that's on the. That's a whole another podcast. Too. Um, so that that's the issue within itself. You got different personalities when it comes to the rig. Now, I've been extremely fortunate, even though I'm in the 5th District, there's a lot of A-type personalities in in the 5th District, but they allow me to take ownership of the rig. So I say, hey, this is my rig for today. Um, My hiding guy, this is what I want from them, and normally I have no issues. Every, and again, it's been so seldom, I don't even want to even bring it up. But I've had a couple people say, this is what I'm going to do. And I have to make adjustments to that. But at the same time, I will have a conversation after the fact and let them know, hey, I'm not, I'm, I'm in total disagreement with your tactics for whatever the reason is, because it's just, you have to take ownership of that rig as an engineer. Officer has responsibility of the company, but that rig from A to B, and the water going from that engine into the building, yes, into the, into the building, that that's all you, that's all you. So the buck stops with you. You may have an officer that don't know how to pump, so he can't really tell you. He can't help you. May not be familiar with the rig. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff going on. God forbid you a reliever and he's a reliever. You don't know where you're going. He don't know. It, it's it's a it's a lot of challenges when it comes to being an engineer. And that first ten minutes of the fire, we're working. 
like running around connecting hoses pulling <laughs> pulling four inches you know i i never leave my hydrant guy out on a limb if you if you're going 200 feet away from my rig you best believe i'm humping hose with you period you know because i my, my most important thing is if my guy's in the fire you got to have water then you also you you're responsible for communication you got to let these guys know hey i do not have a positive source don't go too far in or hey go and fight that dragon because you we got water okay so now this is the last one i'm gonna hit you with okay what do you wish you would have known that you didn't know going in engineering engineer that's just engineer today. What I wish I would have known. I would say. Oh, no, I was again with the mentors that I had. I was pretty well versed when it came to engineering. Uh, so and, and, and I say that for this reason. My goal when I exited the academy was to become an engineer. Okay. Like literally, I knew that I was going to do that. Okay. So, even the first house that I was at, they did four man watches, which was, you know, not necessarily common. So they did four man watches, and I would take the first two every night. Mm -hmm. No, I take that back. I took the last two, mm -hmm. and that allowed me to study. So I would literally study every workday, the last two um, watches of the night because I knew I wanted to do that. And I always talked to my engineer that was at that particular house. Um, shout out to John King, who's now retired. Um, and one of my classmates from high school, he was an engineer that turned into a, 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 a lieutenant. He's a captain now, captain of Engine 72. Shout out to Gary Brooks. And between them two guys, uh, Daryl Moore, um, oh man, it, it just a bunch of engineers that really, really helped me. Barry Mitchell, it, it was a lot of guys that really got me. I was pretty well versed, so it, I, I really no surprises thus far. Okay, yeah, well, that's that's what's up. What we were going to do, gonna switch up a little bit. Okay, this episode and everything that you said was so good and so mm. poignant. We gonna leave this as a solo. Um, mm. we're just gonna talk straight about all your engineering. And all that other good stuff, we're going to okay. save that other conversation for a whole The entrepreneurial stuff? The entrepreneurial stuff. That's going for days. for a whole <laughs> other episode. So Fair enough. I feel, um, I, I knew you was going to bring it, but <laughs> you did such a, such a great job in answering everything that we, this is an episode within itself. I hey, wanna, I'll take it. I don't want to take away from it by putting something else on top of it i'll take it so so what i would say real quick is um there is an engineer exam that um is definitely being brought up the conversation is out there um uh, start looking over those orders um there's actually an entire new um engineer's guide manual that's out there now get familiar with it if you're interested in actually making that move uh don't do it for money i i can definitely tell you that is if you if you like the position if you like the house that you at you're in it's going to be hard for you to make that type of transition um the last thing you want to do is go from getting up in the morning looking forward going to work every third day to it feeling like some type of task or drudgery I, that would 
definitely say really, really think about it. If that's part of your career path, do it. If you don't, if you're not, if you're not 100% soul on it, you know, again, my transition was my problem. I honestly fell in love with being at Truck 24 and then the transition over to uh, being an engineer wasn't that I didn't like the job is I missed my guys. So that was that was a hard part for me. But now I'm all in and I'm still relieving. I'm relieving by choice. I could easily get a house. I have enough time to get a house if I want to. I like relieving because I get to see everybody. Um, everybody say you put in for anything. Nope. Why you ain't put in for nothing? Because I wouldn't be able to see you if I put in. You know, so that they pretty much breaks down that way. Don't do it for money. Start studying now. Don't wait to the last minute. Uh, learn the math. It's not that hard. It's nothing but addition and very little multiplication. There's no calculus in it. And at most, they're going to have about 10 to 15 questions on the test that's even math related. So that's it. That's it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on and discussing all those topics with us. And if you would like to know more about taking a test even to come on to be a Chicago firefighter, please contact us. Um, we have different multiple ways for you to get at us here at Department 3C. We have a website, um, email address, info at department3c.com. I can give you some information there. Um, you can follow us on all social media platforms at Department 3C. And we look forward to helping you out any way we can with your transition to this great career. Yes. And then some years down the road, you can even be an engineer if you want to as well. So. All right. Become part of the family. Exactly. Thanks for speaking with us. And with that being said, we'll get out of here. Be good. Bye. This has been a Fire and Iron Media production. If you have something to say, people want to listen. 